0: Hello, welcome to the first episode of Crime and Cocktails. Today we will talk about Alan Menzies, a UK killer who in his mind thought he was a vampire so he decided to murder his best friend and there are some very gory details to this case. This wouldn't be a true episode of Crime and Cocktails if we did not have a cocktail. So the cocktail we will be drinking while discussing this case is the Vampire's Kiss cocktail if you would like to join in drinking the vampires kiss cocktail the ingredients include two ounces of raspberry vodka two ounces of chambord raspberry liquor and three ounces of cranberry juice now alan didn't get this way just by thinking i want to be a vampire nor did he get this way by just reading vampire books he read the series interview with the vampire and he became obsessed with the second movie Queen of the Damned. There are many people who have an obsession with vampires. But Alan's obsession was a bit much. There was a very popular series called Interview with the Vampire. It even became a movie. And that movie had a sequel called Queen of the Damned. Queen of the Damned didn't do as well as Interview with the Vampire. But it was a pretty decent movie. It starred Aaliyah. She was a very popular R&B artist who is now passed, rest her soul. She plays Akasha. Akasha is queen of all vampires. Lasat, in the first vampire movie is reinventing himself into a rock star. His music awakes Akasha. Akasha is one of the most powerful vampires in all vampire movies ever made she controls vampires and humans with her mind so she's very hard to defeat this vampire movie may not be everyone's cup of tea but i do recommend watching it as it is a big part of pop culture this vampire movie may not be everyone's cup of tea but i do recommend watching it as it is a big part of pop culture now alan became extremely obsessed with this movie Alan watched it over a hundred times, and his best friend Thomas had to endure watching it with him most of the time. He invited Thomas over one day to watch the movie, and Thomas made a few critiques about Aaliyah's acting and about how bad the movie was. Alan became extremely mad, but to understand why Alan became so angry, you have to look back at his childhood Alan was bullied a lot through school. He was bullied so much so he brought a knife to school and stabbed his bully. This made him feel heroic. He was even viewed as a hero to his other classmates who were being bullied by the same guy. But Alan did have to spend time in a juvenile facility for almost a year. So at this point, we know Alan cannot control his emotions. When he gets angry, he turns violent. So back to the day where he was so angry at his friend, he kicked him out after the movie. He was so upset that Thomas, his best friend, was critiquing Queen of the Dam so much in Aaliyah's acting. He really was bothered by his best friend saying this movie was horrible. So after Thomas gets kicked out by Alan for... Saying the movie was so horrible, no one sees Thomas again. And this is during the holiday season. So Thomas' family members are worried. They haven't heard from him. His mom decides to call Alan and asks about his whereabouts. Alan says he doesn't know. The last thing he remembers is being in an argument with Thomas. And he hasn't seen Thomas since. So his mom figures this is weird. She calls the police department and founds a missing persons report. She tells authorities Alan is the last person that was with Thomas. So authorities do go to Alan and interview him. And he tells them the same thing. They had no reason to suspect him because he did not seem nervous. He didn't seem suspicious. So they go about their search. One person that is suspicious of Alan is his dad, only because when he goes to Alan's room, he sees a blood stain on the floor. He questions Alan about this blood stain, and Alan says, Oh, I had a bloody nose or I cut myself, something along those lines for his dad to not question him anymore. Alan takes a trip to the local hardware store to pick up some supplies to clean the stain in his carpet. You would think this next turn of events is something out of a movie because it's just something that's so odd but it has to be fake. Alan sees Thomas's mom at the store so when he sees Thomas's mom at the store he asks her does she know any chemicals or cleaning supplies that would help remove this blood stain he has in his carpet?" His mom finds this very odd. Seeing that this is the last person that saw her son, and now he's asking her about removing bloodstains from carpet, she tells this to the authorities. The authorities revisit Allen. They question him again, and they're not satisfied with his answers. So they search around the property That search leads them to items that lead them to a shallow grave. In that shallow grave, they do find Thomas. Thomas has suffered a very bad death. His face and skull are caved in to the point he's not recognizable. With DNA, they do confirm that this is Thomas. The authorities are able to secure an arrest warrant and they arrest Alan. They question Alan, and he comes clean. But what he says would shock all of the detectives and authorities in the room questioning him. He tells authorities that he sees Akasha and Akasha tells him he could be a vampire and join her if he killed someone Drunk their blood and ate their brains. So this is what Alan did. Alan killed his best friend, Thomas. He bashed in his head, ate his brains, and drunk his blood. And some reports even say he swallowed a piece of the skull. Alan was arrested and sentenced to a minimum of 18 years. But in 2004, Alan took his own life. He stabbed himself to death. Alan's last word to the court was, I would have to kill someone anyway. Because you have to kill someone to become a vampire. First of all, thank you for joining me for the first episode of Crime and Cocktails. If you did fix a cocktail... I hope you enjoyed the cocktail we had today, and I hope you enjoyed the case we discussed. My goal is to discuss and bring you cases that you haven't heard before. Our next case next week will be about a mom who microwaved her daughter and blamed the crime on her nephew. Enjoy your week, and I'll see you next time on Crime and Cocktails. Thank you.